Life Real Crime is a true crime podcast brought to you by Woody Overton and executive producer Toby Templey. sexual nature it should be for people that are 18 years or older heed my warning people i do not get the facts of these cases off the internet or from some television show the facts we're retelling you were presented to us by the victims of the crimes or the perpetrators who committed the crimes against the victims my description of the crime scenes are what i saw with my own two eyes if you're going to get offended, please turn this podcast off now. Thank you. Hey guys, Toby Tomplay here, producer of Real Life Real Crime. First off, Merry Christmas, lifers. Hope you guys are having a great holiday season. From us to all of you, we wish you guys a very, very happy holiday season. Um, Woody and Cindy have been slammed with all kinds of stuff lately, as of course everyone is this time of year. But on top of that, they've been dealing with you know, insurance companies and all kinds of stuff since their home was wiped out by Hurricane Ida a few months ago. Too much to list. But meanwhile, they've been trying to record Woody reading the night before Christmas to send out to all of you lifers. But as we all know, there's only so many hours in one day and things kept coming up. So what we decided to do was we're going to re-release the Christmas episode that Woody did last year of him reading the the Cajun Night Before Christmas. But additionally, we are going to let you guys hear the bonus 12 days of Christmas, the Cajun version, I think I'm saying that right, that no one else got to hear except for Patreon and Convict members. And hopefully that will spread some Christmas joy to you guys. I think we have, uh, I think we have next week off, so stay tuned for the conclusion of Justice for Mary the following week. And trust me, y'all, You don't want to miss this episode. Get ready to have your minds blown. That's all I can say about it. Of course, prayers for that family. And uh, justice for Courtney Coco and justice for Barbara Blunt, always. Anyway, moving on. Um, As most of you guys know, for a small subscription fee, you can become a Patreon member or a convict member on the Real Life Real Crime community app. And you get access to all kinds of exclusive bonus stuff that nobody else gets. One of them being exclusive bonus episodes, like the 12 Days of Christmas that you're about to hear now. 
And Patreon convict members, don't worry, Woody will replace this one with a brand new, never-released episode soon for your ears only. So if you've ever considered becoming a Patreon or a convict member, what better time than right now, huh? Ring in the new year with a gift to yourself. Become a Patreon or convict member. And thank you, Patreon and convict members. You guys uh, totally make this show happen. So thank you, thank you, thank you. As Woody always says, he loves all lifers. Um, If you can't be a Patreon or a convict member, you know, we understand. But big, big, big thank you to all the Patreon and convict members. Thank y'all. That's it, you guys. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, all that good stuff. Um, That's it. Hope y'all enjoy this. Peace. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this Christmas episode of Real Life, Real Crime, the podcast. And as always, I'm your host, Woody Overton. It is Christmas, y'all, and so Merry Christmas to everybody. I'm going to read the regular version of The Night Before Christmas, which is titled A Visit from St. Nicholas. And then I'm going to read The Cajun Night Before Christmas, and I'm going to butcher the hell out of it, I promise you. But it seemed like like everybody enjoyed it last year, so I'm going to make that a Christmas tradition to read these every year. Patron members, I'm going to read and put up for y'all the 12 Days Before Christmas, the original version, and then the Cajun Response version, which is the 12 Nights Before Christmas. All right, so Merry, Merry Christmas, ho, ho, ho. To all you kids out there, hope Santa Claus brings you what you want. But without further ado, and you're going to hear a little bit of paper rustling, y'all. You know I don't use notes, but I have to do this because I don't, I don't have to know it by heart. I'm going to read A Visit from St. Nicholas, otherwise known as The Night Before Christmas. "'Twas the night before Christmas, when all through the house not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. The stockings were hung by the chimney with care in hopes that St. Nicholas soon would be there. The children were nestled, all snug in their beds, while visions of sugar plums danced in their heads." And Mama in her kerchief and I in my cap had just settled our brains for a long winter's nap. When I was alone, there arose such a clatter. I sprang from my bed to see what was the matter. Away to the window, I flew like a flash, tore open the shutters, and threw up the sash. The moon on the breast of the new-fallen snow gave a luster of midday to objects below. When what to my wondering eyes did appear but a miniature sleigh and eight tiny reindeer. With a little low driver, so lively and quick, I knew in a moment he must be St. Nick. More rapid than eagles, his cursors they came, and he whistled and shouted and called them by name. Now Dasher, now Dancer, now Prancer and Vixen, on Comet, on Cupid, on Donner and Blitzen, to the top of the porch, to the top of the wall, now dash away, dash away, dash away all. As leaves that before the wild hurricane fly, when they meet with an obstacle, mount to the sky. So up to the housetop, the cursors they flew, with a sleigh full of toys and St. Nicholas too. And then in a twinkling, I heard on the roof, the prancing and pawing of each little hoof. As I drew in my head and was turning around, down the chimney St. Nicholas came with a bound. He was dressed all in fur from his head to his foot, and his clothes were all tarnished with ashes and soot. A bundle of toys he had flung on his back, 
and he looked like a peddler just opening his pack. His eyes, how they twinkled, his dimples, how merry. His cheeks were like roses, his nose like a cherry. His droll little mouth was drawn up like a bow, and then the beard on his chin was as white as the snow. The stump of a pipe he held tight in his teeth, and the smoke it encircled his head like a wreath. He had a broad face and a little round belly that shook when he laughed like a bowl full of jelly. He was chubby and plump, a right jolly old elf, and I laughed when I saw him in spite of myself. A wink of his eye and a twist of his head soon gave me to know I had nothing to dread. He spoke not a word, but went straight to his work and filled all the stockings, then turned with a jerk. And laying his finger aside of his nose and giving a nod at the chimney he rose, he sprang to his sleigh, to his team gave a whistle, and away they all flew like the down of a thistle. But I heard him exclaim ere he drove out of sight, Merry Christmas to all and to all a good night. <laughs> all right, I hope y'all enjoyed that. I hope maybe some kids got to hear it. Christmas classic, A Visit from St. Nicholas. Now, I'm really going to butcher this. Or you're going to laugh. You're going to like this. This is a Cajun night before Christmas, okay? So let's see if I can get it going right. All right. The Cajun night before Christmas. T'was the night before Christmas, and all through the house, they don't want to take past, not even a mouse. The chair and been nestling, good snuggle up the floor, and mama passed the pepper through the crack on the door. The mama in the fireplace done roses, them ham, set up gum gumbo, and make the big yam. Then out the bayou, they got such a clatter, make a sound like Boudreaux done fall off his ladder. I run like a rabbit to get to the dough, trip over the dog, and fall on the floor. As I look out the dough in the light of the moon, I think, man, you crazy, or got old too soon, cause they're on the bayou. When I stretch my neck stiff, there's eight alligator a pulling the skiff, and a little fat drover with a long pulling stick, I know right away it's got to be old St. Nick. More faster, faster, get it, it came. He whistled and holler and called him by name. Ah, Gaston, ah, T-Boy, ah, Pierre, ah, Elise, Jeanette, Jusisette, Celeste, and Rene. To the top of the porch, to the top of the wall, McCrawler, alligator, and be sure you don't fall. Like Tantaflo's cat, through the treetop he fly, when the big old hound dog come a-run hissing by. Like that up the porch, the old gator to climb, with the skiff full of toy and St. Nicholas behind. Then on the top of the porch, with roof it sounded like the hell, when all them big gator done sat down their tail. Then down the chimney, I yelled with a bam, and St. Nicholas fall and sit on the yam. Sacre, he exclaimed, my pant got a hole. I done sat myself on them red hot coal. He got on his foots and jumped like the cat out to the floor where he landed with a splat. He was dressed in muskrat from his head to his foot, and his clothes is all dirty with ashes and soot. A sack full of plaything he threw on his back. He looked like a burglar, that's for a fact. His eyes how they shine, his dimple how merry. Maybe he'd be drink the wine from the blackberry. His cheek 
which like rose, his nose a cherry. On second thought, maybe he'll lap up the sherry. With snow white chin, whisker, and quivering belly, he shook when he laughed like the strawberry jelly. But a wink in his eye and a shook of his head make my confidence that I don't got to be scared. He don't do no talking, going straight to his work. Put a plaything in a sock, then turn with a jerk. He put both his hand there on top of his head, cause cast an eye on the chimney, and then he done said, With all that fire and the burning hot flame, me ain't going back the way that I came. So he run out the door and he climbed to the roof. He ain't no fool. Him for to make one more goof. He jump in the skiff and crack his big whip. The gator moved round and don't make one slip. And I hear him shout out loud and splashing as he go, Merry Christmas to all till I see you some mo. <laughs> the author of that is J.B. Kling Jr. in 1973. The source is unknown. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this special Merry Christmas Patreon episode. A patron, Patreon, however the hell you say it. I want to wish you all a Merry Christmas, and thank you for being a patron. I appreciate it, y'all. You're awesome. You're what makes this show go. If you're listening to my voice on this episode, you know what you know. You know who you are. What I'm going to do is I'm going to read you the 12 days of Christmas and then I'm going to butcher the hell out of the the uh, Cajun response to the 12 days of Christmas. And it is called the 12, the 12 nights before Christmas. OK, so but uh, real quick before we get started again, I want to wish each and every one of you a Merry Christmas. You're going to hear me rustling papers, y'all, because I got to get it straight. The, uh, I want to wish each one of you a merry, 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 merry Christmas. And I just can't say enough. I don't know what else to say, but I love you and I appreciate you. And check this out. Sip of tea before I begin to read all this. I'm probably going to butcher it. But here we go. I want to start this tradition. I read the um, uh, Night Before Christmas in a Cajun version for everybody. Y'all got to hear that. But now I'm going to do the 12 days of Christmas and then the Cajun response. And I'll butcher the Cajun response. But really, it's kind of funny. So I hope you enjoy this. Maybe you get, maybe your kids can listen to it or something. I don't know. But Merry Christmas. Here we go. The 12 days of Christmas. On the first day of Christmas, my true love sent to me a partridge in a pear tree. On the second day of Christmas, my true love sent to me two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. On the third day of Christmas, my true love sent to me three French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. On the fourth day of Christmas, my true love sent to me four calling birds, three French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. On the fifth day of Christmas, my true love sent to me five golden rings, four calling birds, three French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. On the sixth day of Christmas, my true love sent to me six geese a-laying, five golden rings, four calling birds, three French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. 
on the seventh day of Christmas, my true love sent to me seven swans a swimming, six geese a laying, five golden rings, four calling birds, three French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. On the eighth day of Christmas, my true love sent to me eight maids a milking, seven swans a swimming, six geese a laying, five golden rings, four calling birds, three French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. On the ninth day of Christmas, my true love sent to me nine ladies dancing, eight maids a milking, seven swans a swimming, six geese a laying, five golden rings, four calling birds, three French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. On the tenth day of Christmas, my true love sent to me ten lords a leaping, nine ladies dancing, eight maids a milking, seven swans a swimming, six geese a laying, five golden rings, four calling birds, three French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. <laughs> On the eleventh day of Christmas, a true love sent to me eleven pipers piping, ten lords a leaping, nine ladies dancing, eight maids a milking, seven swans a swimming, six geese a laying, five golden rings, four calling birds, three French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. On the twelfth day of Christmas, my true love sent to me twelve drummers drumming, eleven pipers piping, ten lords a-leaping, nine ladies dancing, eight maids a-milking, seven swans a-swimming, six geese a-laying, five golden rings, four calling birds, three French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. Merry Christmas, y'all. Merry, Merry, Merry Christmas. And that is the traditional version of the uh, 12 Days of Christmas. Now check this out if you haven't heard before. This is really funny. And I don't think many people have heard this. This is the Cajun response. <laughs> and this may not be for your children, though. Uh, uh, so, not the Cajun night before Christmas. I'm sorry. This is the uh, the 12 nights before Christmas instead of the 12 days before Christmas, okay? So, let me have a sip of tea with my beat, and I'm going to roll with it. All you Cajuns out there, I apologize ahead of time. <laughs> All right, so this, you just had the 12 days before Christmas, right? Now, this is the response to that. And this, they, <laughs> the, uh, this would have been the female response to, we'll call it Boudreaux, right? And Boudreaux is, let's say Boudreaux is the one that sent the 12 days of the 12 presents. I just read you, right? On the 12 days of Christmas. 
So this is a response. <laughs> Day one. Dear Boudreaux, thanks for the bird and the pear tree. I fixed it last night with dirty rice. I don't think that pear tree will grow in the swamp, so I swap it for Satsuma. Day two. Dear Boudreaux, yeah, let us say you sent two turtle doves, but all I got was two scrawny pigeons. Anyway, I mixed them with andouille and made some gumbo out of them. Day three. Dear Boudreaux, why you don't send some crawfish? I'm tired of eating them darn birds. I gave two of those prissy French chickens to Marie Trahan over at Grand Bayou and fed the third one to my dog, Fido. Marie needed some sparring partners for her fighting rooster. Day four. Dear Boudreaux, mon du, I told you, no more them birds. These four, what you call them, calling birds, were so noisy you could hear them all the way to Napoleonville. I used the necks for my crab traps and fed the rest of them to the gators. Day five. Dear Boudreaux, you finally sent something useful. I like them golden rings, me. I hogged them at the pawn shop in Thibodeau and got enough money to fix the shaft on my shrimp boat and buy around for the boys at the Raising Cane Lounge. Day six. Dear Boudreaux, cool Sean, back the birds. Your coon ass turkey, poor egg sucking, Fido was scared to death of them six geeses. He tried to eat them eggs and they pecked the heck out of his snout. They're good at eating cockroaches, though. I made stuff for one of them with oyster dressing on Christmas Day. Day 7. Dear Boudreaux, I'm going to wring your fool neck next time I see you. Thibodeau, the mailman, is ready to kill you. The murder from all them birds is stinking up his mail boat. He afraid someone will slip out of that stuff and sue him good. I let those seven swans loose to swim on the bayou and some ducks hunters from Mississippi blasted them out of the water. Talk to you tomorrow. Day 8. Dear Boudreaux, poor old Thibodeau had to make three trips on his mailboat to deliver them eight maids of milk in the cows. One of them cows got spooked by the gators and almost tipped over the boat. I don't like them shiftless maids, me no. I told them to get to work gutting fish and sweeping the shock but they say it, was in their, it wasn't in their contract. They probably think they're too good to skin neutrals. I called last night. Day 9. Dear Boudreaux, what you trying to do, huh? Thibodeau had to borrow the Lucha Ferry to carry them jumping twitch you call Lords of Leaping across the bayou. As soon as they got here, they wanted a tea break with crumpets. I don't know what that means, but I says, well, la di da, your chicory coffee or nothing. Mandu and Mir, what I'm going to feed all these bozos. They too snooty to fry for fried Nutra, and the cows ate my turnip greens. Day 10. Dear Boudreaux, you got to be out your mind. If the mailman don't kill you, I will for sure. Today he delivered 10 half-naked floozies from Bourbon Street. They say they've been ladies dancing, but they don't act like ladies in front of those limey twits. They almost left after one. 
of them got bit by a water moccasin over by my outhouse. I had to butcher two cows to feed to let the Monday, everybody. Day 11. Dear Boudreaux, where you at? Cheerio and Pip Pip, your 11 pipers piping arise today from the House of Blues, second lining as they got off the boat. We fixed stuffed goose and beef jambalaya, finished the whiskey, and we're having a fedado. The new mailman drank a bottle of Jack Daniels. He's having a good time dancing with the floozies. The old mailman jumped off the Sunshine Bridge yesterday, screaming your name. If you got a mysterious ticking package in the mail, don't open it. Day 12. Dear Boudreaux, I'm sorry to tell you, but I'm not your true love no more. After the fight out, though, I spent a night with Jacques the head piper. We decided to open a restaurant and a gentleman's club on the bayou. The floozies, pardon me, ladies dancing, can make $20 for a table dance, and the lords can be waiters and valets park the boats. Since the maids have no cows to milk, I trained them to set my crab traps, watch my trot lines, and run my shrimping business. We'll probably grow us a million dollars next year. Finis. There you go, y'all. That's uh, kind of the adult version of the answer to the 12 days of Christmas in the Cajun. Funny. Ha ha. And uh, again, I apologize to all true Cajuns for butchering, but it is, I, I thought it was funny. So, patron members, I love you and I appreciate you. This is a little special drop for y'all. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I hope you enjoyed it. And just hang in there. You got plenty more episodes coming. Uh, bonus episodes for patron members and I love y'all and appreciate you. Merry, 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 Merry Christmas. So Merry Christmas, everybody. I hope y'all enjoy that. We're going to do that every, I'm going to do this every year. I always uh, had these read to me as a kid before Santa Claus came. And so this thing is kind of cool, pass down that tradition and there you have it. So Merry, Merry, Merry Christmas. Thank you for everything that you do. Please continue to like us and leave reviews and all that good podcast stuff. Now, y'all, Louisiana Organ Procurement Agency, that's, our, that's my people, y'all. I mean, I just can't say enough about it. I don't, you know, if you can be a hero, you have the gift of life. Just think about it. You're going to be gone. Somebody will go on living because you took the time to go to lopewood.org and sign up to be an organ donor. So I love y'all. Appreciate you, and I'm Woody Overton, your host of Real Life, Real Crime, the podcast. And until next time or ever, don't let me catch you down on Murder Bayou. Peace. Real Crime is a true crime podcast brought to you by Woody Overton and executive producer Toby Templey. This is the Christmas party.